0: This is the Historian's podcast extra edition number 11 an update on the Black Lives Matter movement coronavirus and other topics from Amsterdam mayor Mike Sinquanti. thanks for joining us mayor
1: thanks for having me bob
0: there was a Black Lives Matter demonstration in Amsterdam on Sunday you spoke at it what was your message
1: um one of you know one of uh, you know sh- i shared concern the same concerns that they had over the uh, the tragedy that took place in minneapolis um you know it it just uh, it sickened me it, i think it, it's you know it sickened everyone i think and uh so you know i, I spoke about um the, the way i felt about that but more importantly i spoke about the pride i had in and in, in the in the protesters and our police department, the law enforcement officials, we had uh, Amsterdam police and we had the sheriffs there. And the, the rapport that took place between the protesters and the law enforcement officials um, through the entire event, um, both sides treated the other side with com- tremendous respect. And when I say sides, that's really a misnomer because we, were, we really were. Uh, every uh, every speaker that spoke talked about how, the fact that Amsterdam's um, law enforcement people had always treated them uh, you know for the most part for the large majority uh, with with utmost respect and they they said if every if every place was like Amsterdam there would be no protest when it came to the relationship between the community and the policeman the black community and the policeman and so it was a really i, I had I, I you know i spoke about that pride and i spoke about the you know the concern of you know systemic racism and and you know the fact that um what the numbers say about how blacks are treated um but but uh, again I, I, it turned into a just a a good moment for our city when when it's been such a terrible moment in terms of um, just violence in other cities
0: mm. and, and there were a number of speakers as as you said, and I got the impression uh-huh. reading some of the accounts that one speaker in particular impressed you and impressed the others. Do you know who I'm speaking of i don't, I don't know the name yeah Pardon? mr.
1: Vasey. Mr. Vassy, Sean Vassy, um, he just blew me away uh, because uh, he he's you know he talked about the fact that Amsterdam really didn't have a problem, and many of his friends were asking him, "Why are you going to this protest?" And he summed it up so well. He said he wasn't here because we had a problem in Amsterdam. He, he was here because we had a problem. You know, because he's in a country. He he's a citizen of the country, and the country has a problem. And maybe not all cities in all areas, but large segments of that. And and we're part of the United States of America, and so we have a responsibility to speak up for fellow citizens around this country, and, and to share their you know to to, to to support them. And that's what he that's what he said he was doing there. And uh, I, I was just so 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 very impressed with the way he spoke. And uh, he did it right off the cuff, and um, you know I think he's probably 21, 22 years old. And I, you know, I, I wrote, uh, I wrote afterwards that I thought that he should decide. He should one day run for mayor of Amsterdam.
0: <laughs> Gee, <laughs> because um, he, he really also, impressed me. You recently also you, you did a Facebook Live, I believe it was, with a members of the police and the fire department and other political leaders. I believe Angela Santa Barbara was there on the steps of city hall. What we was did, that all about?
1: We did do that. The police department said, uh, approached me, our police department approached me and said that they, they wanted to make a statement uh, in support of what happened to Mr. Um, Mr. Floyd. And um,
0: well, I'm sorry. I don't imagine they wanted to be in support of what happened to Mr. Not, Floyd You know what I'm saying?
1: In in, yes. in support of the um, of the you know you're absolutely right not in support of that but in protest uh in respect to in sorrow in uh, and they did you know they it was a um they they are just a, everyone everyone aboard abhors what happened in minneapolis and they they're right at my the police department is right at the top of the list they they, they see it as just um for what it was and and they wanted to make a statement and they and so they asked if they could do that and and so we put together that event and they wanted to be and, and they were joined by the entire law enforcement community in montgomery county uh all of the villages sent representatives and sheriff um, jeff smith came uh, and and they made that statement and then just the other day we had a, a, a zoom conference with uh, local youth uh leaders here in the city of amsterdam and, again, Jeff Smith and myself and uh, our chief, new chief, J.J. Thomas, uh, we sat and we talked for just an hour and a half about Amsterdam and policing in Amsterdam and, um, you know, what the what the concerns uh, might be and, and, and talking and communicating. And we've decided that once a month we're going to sit down uh, as a group and we're going to talk about these things and just, you know, it, just have eyes and ears and just talk about what we think and what we feel and how we can do better. Uh, i 'm so proud of our our police department i 'm so pl- proud of the people you know the black members the minority members of our community um, and the youth of our community for wanting to you know treat this not 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 just protest but actually do something positive and and protest to me is very positive but in other words follow it up with positive action to bring the to, to bring the police community the police in the community closer even closer together than we already are and uh, both sides want that and i'm just i'm that's why i'm so proud about the whole thing i mean we're, we're i think we're doing it in the right way
0: now you just um, uh mentioned that amsterdam now has a new police chief who uh, who is uh, john thomas
1: john thomas is a 23 year veteran of the amsterdam police department he's served in just about every uh, officer's role as you can imagine um he uh I think graduated from Bishop Scully. He played football there. Um and uh I got to know him just in January when I was uh inaugurated and um you know, he has the respect of uh his the police department, the force. I you know, I have spoken to police officers. Um he's he's just he's just an honest, hardworking, uh very, very, very uh you know, uh objective Human being, he's got a great heart. He's got good, great courage. Uh, He knows the city inside and out. He's a lifelong resident, Uh, and it was an easy decision for me to make him our new police chief. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to working with him uh, over the course of my 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 term and uh, to do some great things. And as I said, uh, he he takes the lead. Uh, He he's the one who came to me and said he wanted to make he wanted his department to make. A public statement about what happened in Minneapolis. He came to me, he came to our meeting with the community leaders with ideas and and how we could, how we could um, better communicate and and the types of things we could do together. And so he's a, he's a leader and he's, he, he's a proactive person. And I think uh, our city is going to uh, really benefit from his leadership of our police department.
0: Let me uh, go over to the coronavirus. Uh, Montgomery County, which is where Amsterdam is located, continues to come out of the of the shutdown and i gather one thing that uh, has just happened is that uh, city hall in amsterdam is open how is that uh, working out or how is that well how it's open but how is it different from the way it was before i may turn
1: the name of city hall into plexiglass hall because we got more plexiglass in this place <laughs> shields um we we we've done uh, kim brumley who's our personnel director um, has led the effort uh, with help from um, so many people in our city um, to, you know, Kevin McNamara, who's the head, the maintenance guy here at the city hall, and, and the maintenance people throughout the city, they've done a great job putting together a plan that would protect our employees and the citizens who need the services that come to city hall and use our services from, uh, connect, you know, from, um you know, exposure to the virus. And so we are under a whole new set of rules. Every morning when we come in, we get our temperature checked. Uh, we're asked questions about our, how we feel. Um, I have to say, you know, we brought all of our employees back to work uh, who had been furloughed. And I have to say, it's been very, it's been going very smoothly. But there is a lot of plexiglass in City Hall, and we ask, you know, that people, we, when people come to City Hall, they need to check in, they need to use use social distancing, they need to have a mask on. We, you know, we ask that they be patient. They've got to stand six feet apart from each other. Uh, We've got markings. uh, We've changed things in our bathrooms so that it's, uh, you know, we we have done everything that we needed to do to comply with the state guidelines for reopening a professional office at city hall. Uh, and, and it's going very smoothly.
0: And if people returned, I mean, uh, I, I know maybe you it, it would seldom have a crowd scene probably in city hall, except maybe at a, during a meeting or something like that. But so are people coming back?
1: They are, sir. I'm, you know, one of the things we've done is we've stationed somebody in the lobby. That's never – I don't think – and I, I know in my memory it hasn't been. But we now have a, a reception person uh, sitting here so that we can do the things necessary to protect the people coming in and protect our employees from the people coming in should there be a uh, coronavirus suspicion. But um, it's, it's much smoother now because we have somebody there directing traffic. And there's signs all over City Hall and and people who've been here know where they're going. But we every day get a bunch of people who, you know, they they don't know or they've forgotten or things have changed since the last time they were here who are who are constantly sort of roaming around looking for help and um, not knowing where to go. And it's really made it a much smoother flow. We've also limited entrance to City Hall to one door which has also helped, uh, you know, for, for a variety of reasons. But I actually, um, you know, I actually like the, the way that we are now treating uh, the people who do come to City Hall for services. I think that we're helping them more, and I think that, uh, I, you know, I'd like to see it continue. And so we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. Uh, a lot of silver linings in this virus, and we look for them every day, Bob. So if we can okay. find things that we're learning to do better, you know, it's great.
0: Now, will the city council and other city boards are they, are you going to start having? I guess we're I'll waiting. say real meetings.
1: Yeah, we're waiting for guidelines on that um, again, and and I'm frustrated because uh, I'm not frustrated. I understand, but but I, I you know the way the guidelines are coming faster than they've ever come before. So if I you know if I say something now this afternoon, it may be different. I mean that's how quickly things seem to be changing. Um, with the guidelines in terms of what what's being allowed and what's not being allowed, which is a good thing because, uh, for the most part, the incidence rates in our valley and in our city continue to be very, very low, so that permits us to do things that other areas with higher infliction rates can't. So I'm very pleased about that, but it's a very quick-moving thing, and I do not know. uh, The six-foot distancing rule is in place, Um, the, but they've just let restaurants, for example, yesterday, they said restaurants can now be up to 50% capacity inside, which is totally new, you know, and, and so
0: inside, really
1: inside, inside. And, and they're saying that you can actually, um, this is for uh, phase three, which is going to be in Amsterdam, um, in, in the next week. Uh, and they're also saying that you can actually go to a restaurant with a group of four that doesn't have to be at the same household, and they can sit at the same table inside. So things are changing very rapidly. So I'm, I have not received clearance to have a public meeting uh, for common council or a budget hearing or anything like that, but I expect that that is going to happen. And we, our biggest problem here at City Hall is our common council chambers is so small in terms of, uh, you know, what do we do to limit a public access meeting? You know, there's, a cra- there's always been a, a capacity number in our chambers, but um, we need to have a social distancing capacity number, and we need to set it up. So I'm hoping those guidelines, as soon as they come out, the City of Amsterdam will, will comply with them, because nobody wants open back-to-normal public meetings more than, than I do.
0: Have you uh, presented a budget yet to the Common Council?
1: Working on, still working on it. Uh, we, I, I'm very, very close. Uh, it will be done this week. It'll be presented to the council. Uh, the copies of the budget will go to them on Monday. We'll talk about it at the Tuesday meeting. Very, you know. So it's, it's. I'm, I'm, I've got pretty much everything. And, and I'm just waiting for some last minute information to come in and hoping it's good information, positive yeah. information, but we're working on it. It's, it's going to be done this week.
0: A couple of other issues I wanted to ask you about are developments. Can you tell us about how local and regional support has helped, uh, uh, Amsterdam's Amen Place soup kitchen on uh, Guy Park Avenue?
1: <clears throat> well, yeah, there's a, uh, you know, one of the great things that's happening there is the uh, the purchase of a combination freezer-cooler walk-in unit, which is um, a huge. I think it's 16 by 24, it's side by side, which is, uh, you know, we had a, a great, uh, we, we just had a, a, a lot of people during this pandemic have become much more aware of the great work that Amen Soup Kitchen did does for our community before and after this pandemic and during this pandemic. But literally, um, we were able to raise, um, you know, thousands of dollars to purchase that, uh, that cooler. And we were able through the efforts of Bob Pertel basically to get, um, you know, the trades in Albany, the unions to pick up the trailer, bring it here. They're putting it together. They're assembling it, uh, all for free. So, um, the support that we are receiving now from the public, from these kinds of organizations, uh, you know, MVP Health, uh, Healthcare Foundation, uh, a good friend of mine, Joe Turo, gave a thousand dollars to the organization. Uh, he's a former Amsterdam resident, a CPA now in Albany. A thousand dollars he donated to the mm-hmm. um, to the cooler effort. But but that's the kind of of support they're getting, not just from people from in Amsterdam, but people who used to live in Amsterdam who are reading about the great work they've done and understand. And you know we've been advocating it, so it's it's just it's just a big thing. And what's going to happen now is they're going to be able because they have this freezer and this cooler, they're going to be able to store food. So when the food is available, instead of turning it away if they've got too much, they can now take it and they can put it in these uh, new these new um, components. And you know, be able to be more efficient the way they distribute things. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a, a fantastic it's something they've desperately needed, and to get it is really a wonderful a wonderful thing. And 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 they're so thankful to our community.
0: And they're serving more people than they were.
1: Oh my oh my gosh yeah I mean they used to do, uh, three hundred on a Tuesday, and I think they're up to a, just a normal Tuesday now is like seven hundred, uh, and that's just people who come uh there was 700 pick up food for a lot more than that and it's incredible i mean amsterdam has had three food drives uh think about that the city of amsterdam has had three food drives in the last 3 months uh and you know distributing to thousands of people um of food um it, it's incredible the amount of food that is being distributed and the need the need for that food during this pandemic uh, it's so uh you know we, it's it's incredible
0: hmm. also another uh, local uh, organization has been in the uh, news and w- uh, i believe in terms of fundraising i'm talking about the spca what what is happening oh, with yeah. the uh, spca
1: <laughs> amazing stuff uh, dr rao and and mrs rao dr., the Raos, the rao foundation uh just um We've just at City Hall presenting a check to Jan Zumblo, who's the president of the local SPCA, for a hundred thousand dollars, and they're going to be giving her a total of five hundred—not her, but the organization—a total of five hundred thousand dollars to build this magnificent new, three point two million dollar SPCA in our community, and. Um, it's it's just amazing the generosity of the they just gave the office for the aging five hundred thousand dollar another five hundred thousand dollar donation for ver- various programs for seniors in our organization so you know to give a million dollars to help mm. uh, the most vulnerable people and the most vulnerable animals in our in our community is is just amazing to me uh, it, the, the, it's 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 beyond my you know my scope of being a, of grateful it's just it's just an amazing thing that they've done. And uh, what what an asset they are to to a, mm. to a city like Amsterdam to have people like that with the heart they have and, and the mission they have to help. Uh, it's just incredible. And so the SPCA, we're going to have a you know we're going to have a just a, a state of the state, state of the art SPCA going up very shortly, and uh, we are excited about that.
0: And you recently praised Assemblyman Angelo Santa Barbara in a letter to the editor of the Gazette. I thought that was sort of. Interesting. I mean, you wrote a letter to the newspaper. Well, why did you do that?
1: Well, uh, he, he was a big help. He has been a big help to me. And he was a big supporter of mine during my election campaign. And um, I, I enjoy, I, I enjoy working with Angelo, uh, you know, and um, we have, we have a very good rapper. Uh, he has, he has, he, he, he's the kind of guy who calls you up and asks you how he can help he's the kind of guy who, you know, suggests things. Uh he's been very very helpful to me and and he's he's an independent guy. I mean, there's times when Angelo will say something that I, you know, I I may not be in total agreement with, but I I always admire someone for saying what what's on there, what you know, what they truly feel. Honesty, Bob, is the key to me. If you tell me how you really feel, I can deal with that. And I, and and so I, I really respect that about Angelo. He's he's, uh, and so I, I decided I'd write that letter in support of him, uh, just because uh, he he was a big supporter of mine, and and we work well together.
0: And I saw Angelo Santa Barbara mention this, and I knew the uh, gentleman over the years. An Amsterdam native named E.J. Napick just uh, passed away, and yes, I believe sir. you commented on that.
1: I did. E.J. Uh, e. was a treasure. Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone anywhere did more for veterans than E.J. did, uh, first in Amsterdam and then later in Rotterdam. Uh, he devoted a large part of his life to, to, you know, doing things for the Veterans Hospital, the cemetery up in Saratoga. You just you when when someone the unfortunate thing is when someone dies their story gets told too late <laughs> You know, because uh but he did. He received a lot of accolades during his life, but, but what a what a what a treasure he was for uh for this community and his new community and our veterans and it was sad to, it was a sad day but again uh, a great day to show people just you know in terms of of what he accomplished in his lifetime.
0: Well, thank you for joining us uh, Mayor Sinquanti.
1: Thank you, Bob.
0: You've been listening to the Historians Podcast Extra Edition number 11 an update from Amsterdam Mayor Mike Sinquanti. I'm Bob Cudmore.